Thank you, Brother Phil. Man, he, he's so convincing when he reads these things. It's like, well, I'm going to do that. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord. If you have your Bibles, uh, can you open them up to the, the book of Genesis, chapter 8? Genesis, chapter 8. I'm going to read a verse of scripture there that, uh, you know, I think about all of the scriptures to me are just amazing. I thank God for all of them. And, and then there are some that just stand out and, and um, they, they say so much. And this scripture says a lot. Uh, Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. And I'm reading from the New International Version of the Bible. So if you have a similar version, it should be similar. If not, uh, just follow along. This is what it says in verse 22. As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, Cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. Heavenly Father, I pray, Lord, that you would enable me to communicate your heart as you spoke these words. Father, I pray that somehow we would capture your, the essence of what you meant when you first spoke these words. And speak to us today about what it means to us to know that this is what you have promised. We thank you and we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, it was God who spoke these words originally. If you ever read the story of Genesis, the story of uh, the flood, uh, when God allowed the waters to flood the earth and destroy mankind, God, his intention was to start over. I'm going to start over. And he wiped out uh, the human race, except for eight people, and uh, two each of, of the animals. And there were uh, some, some extra of the clean animals that, in fact, Moses, uh, he killed on the day that they landed. On this day, this very moment, he sacrificed some of those animals. As soon as the water subsided and the, the ark came to rest on the land, uh, I'm sorry, not Moses. Noah got out of the ark, he and his family, and he set up an altar, and he began to sacrifice some, some animals. And when God smelled the fragrance of, of, that, of that offering, like a barbecue, you know, he's cooking these, these animals to God. God, thank you for getting us out of this boat, getting us out of this, uh, this, uh, the, the torrent, the rain, the water. Thank you. And so he sets up this altar uh, he, he sacrifices these animals, and God smells this fragrant offering, and then he says in his heart, what was I doing? Why did I kill the earth? I will never do that again. God says that. If you can imagine the moment. The Bible says, and, and I'll read it to, to you. It, it, it says there in verse 21, the Lord smelled the pleasing aroma and said in his heart, Never again will I curse the ground because of man. Even though every inclination in his heart is evil from childhood. And never again will I destroy all living creatures as I have done. And then he makes this promise. And he made a couple of promises around this time. But then he makes this promise. And he says, as long as the earth endures, sea time and harvest, Cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. That's a bold promise 
That's a huge promise. That as long as the earth endures, there will always be a night. There will always be a daytime. There will always be summer and winter. This is a promise of God. There will be a seed time and a, and a harvest time. And God doesn't tell us in this verse uh, how long the earth will remain. He says, but as long as it endures. He doesn't allude to how many centuries that is or how many generations that'll be or how many seasons it is. But one thing he says that as long as the earth endures, for as long as it exists, however long that is, throughout the entire span of its duration, you can count on this, that there may be a variety of seasons and there may be a difference in temperature, but no season will ever fail. And God's saying, I will see to it. This is my promise. There will never be an enduring rain, a rainy season, or the heat. There will never be a single, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna uh, institute the seasons, and I will see to it that as long as the earth is around, I will make sure that no season will ever fail. And like clockwork, God, sent them on time, and they still come on time. Like clockwork, God has been faithful. But what I've discovered is that everybody is faithful to something. Every one of us, we're faithful to something. Uh, whatever we value is important. People will commit themselves to whatever they feel is most important. It could be family, it could be re relationships, it could be a friendship that they're committed to. Some people are committed to a job. I am so committed to this job, that comes first. Regardless of what may be taking place in my life, my job is first, or school is first, or, or a sports team. There are some people who love their sports teams to death. Like people get beat up in Dodger Stadium because they love that team so much, right? Clothing. A brand, you know, coffee. I'm a Starbucks guy. I'm a coffee bean guy. Dunkin' Donuts over here, fool. What's up? You know, and we become loyal to stuff, loyal to things. We become loyal customers, loyal fans. So loyal, like I said, people fight. They argue for a team, for people who are playing. You know, what do teams do? They play, you know. They play, they're not even working, they're playing. And people get loyal, become loyal to teams, argue in their support, wear their team colors, their logos, defend their decisions, whatever those decisions might be. We're faithful to things. People are faithful to things. Faithfulness was common even in the secular, secular world during biblical times because faithfulness represented someone who is trustworthy. You can count on this person. You can count on them to be there. You can count on them to be sincere and reliable for whatever it may have been. Faithfulness literally means firmness, to be firm, unmovable. The idea of a man that could not be shaken from his position, a woman who could not be shaken from her convictions is to be faithful. You can rely on them. 
literally day after day, a faithful man or a faithful woman maintains uh, a strong sense of duty or responsibility to whatever it is they're loyal to. They're obligated to something and they maintain it. Like a faithful husband or a faithful wife or a faithful Christian who continues to uphold their faith in God, who lives out their convictions, come what may, come what may, you know, through good times or bad times, hardships, whether they have finances or not, whether what happens with their job, what, regardless, faithful, you can count on, they're sincere, devoted, sold out, and they live out their convictions. That's faithfulness. Regardless of what the world says, they continue. There's a story in the Bible about Jesus who asked Peter. He says, hey, Peter, do you love me more than these? And the first time he asked him, he's probably, yeah, of course, Lord, I, I love you more than these. And he, said, and he says, feed my sheep. And he asked him again. And he asked him again. He asked him three times. He asked Peter three times, do you love me more than these? And he tells him, feed my sheep. If you love me, what are you doing fishing again? What are you doing fishing over here? If you love me, do what I've told you to do. I've made you to be a fisher of men. But you've gone back to other things. You're doing other. You're spending your time with something else. He expected Peter to be faithful. The same man who says, even if all these vatos fall away, man, I'll never leave you, Jesus. What happened? Like, oh, got the Inglewood version right here. Right. But if they all fall away, I'll never. He's the same guy who said that. And here he is fishing. The Bible tells us that many a man claims to have unfailing love, but a faithful man who can find. They're rare, hard to find a faithful man, a faithful woman, a faithful husband. Hello. Right. A faithful husband, a faithful father, mother, constant. You can depend on, you don't even have to question. You don't even have to question if they are going to be present. They're obligated. They're steadfast. It implies steadfastness. It represents this dedication to a person or a thing, to whatever it is you are obligated to. Faithful. It carries the idea of loyalty, unswerving. There's no... You have no other allegiance to any other thing. You're committed to a cause, committed to whatever it may be you are committed to. It means to be morally bound, to defend that thing you love, that person you love. You are bound to defend them, bound to live with them, to walk with them. It means being resolute. I am not moved in this, not easily shaken in this. You're stuck there, you're, and you're happily stuck there. Your mind is made up with a determination that this is who I am, this is where I am, this is what I'm about. But the Bible tells us that the first sign of the end of time is going to be a loss of faithfulness. That the first thing you'll see is that faithfulness will begin to wane in the lives of people. It tells us in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 5, and I'll read it to you. It says, but mark this. This is Paul, and he's speaking to Timothy. He says, but mark this. There will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves. Do you know anybody that's a lover of themselves? 
right? Lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents. Are we in the end times yet? <laughs> disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but, but denying its power. And then he says, have nothing to do with them. In this list, he begins this list about people who are lovers of themselves, and he kind of ends the list about with people who are lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. And all these other things are in between. If you're loving yourself and you're loving pleasure, there's no way you can be faithful to God. There's no way you can be faithful to God if you love yourself and you love pleasure. This is the question Jesus asked Peter. Man, do you love me more than these? Do you love me? Then feed my sheep. There's something I've called you to do. There was a time when a person's word was his bond. Those times are over. There was a time when a handshake would seal a deal. Those times are over. Today, a contract, is, you know, people break contracts left and right. You look at sports teams, no sports figure is loyal to the team anymore. They'll, they'll break contracts, they'll find a way out, they'll sit out, fake an injury, do whatever they have to do to get where they want to be. Divorce rate in America is at or above 50%. They say that the average marriage lasts 11 years. That means that I'm overdue, man. What's, you know? Yeah, hello. We need to start a ministry, you know. <laughs> but when we say that God is faithful, when we describe the faithfulness, we're declaring that God keeps his promises. He keeps his promise. He causes the sun to rise. This is a promise that he made way back. When he saw what he had done with the judgment on the earth, he saw what he had done. And he made a couple of promises back in those days. One of them had to do with the rainbow. And he created a rainbow. And he says, you know what? This is a sign that for the, from now on to the end of time, and I will not flood the earth again. And he created the rainbow. Some people may look at that rainbow and use it as a symbol. I can live the way I want to live because he's not going to destroy the earth anymore. I can do what I want to do. And they remind him by the sign that he gave. God made a promise. He causes the sun to rise. We can count on the morning to come the wind to blow. We can count on the rain to fall when it's the season for the rain to fall. We can count on the night stars and the coolness of the winter. From the beginning of time, God has been faithful. And if he's faithful in such big issues like, like nature, guess what he can do to the per personal promises that he makes to you? If he can be faithful in such a huge promise to maintain the seasons for the, in, for, the, for the duration of the earth, surely he can come through on the promises he makes to you. He can speak to you. He can go before you and protect you. He can heal. 
He can cover your shame. He is faithful. God is faithful. The Bible tells us that God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? God is faithful. God himself is the ultimate example of faithfulness, and we have an obligation to imitate God. No man is always himself. No woman is always herself. Sometimes we find ourselves out of character. You ever find yourself out of character? Man, what, what was I thinking? What was I doing? That's not me. And we find ourselves out of character, but God is never out of character. God is always himself. He's never at a loss of, of being, never at a loss of, of his own identity and his person. We fall through on commitments. We even make mistakes, repeated mistakes sometimes, but God is always himself. God is faithful. So you can trust him this morning. You can trust him with your future. You can trust him with your life. You can hand your life over to God and be assured that God will not harm you, that God will not hurt you. You can trust him with your children, trust him with your marriage, regardless of your emotions, regardless of your concerns. You can trust him with your fears and your worries. You can honor him with your faithfulness. You can trust him. Ever since God gave this promise, the seasons have never ceased nor will they ever cease as long as the earth endures. It is his promise to us, and he has been faithful. This is God's covenant to you and me. And if God's promises to the earth are good, then there's no doubt that God's promises to you are faithful. The Bible says, in fact, it was Paul who says in 2 Corinthians, man, the promises of God are yes and amen. They are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. And that word amen means more than just so be it. It means that what was stated is absolutely reliable. What was stated prior to this word amen is trustworthy. You can count on it. You can live with it. Amen means for certain, for show. It means that you can count on it completely. Amen. God's promises are yes and amen. God's covenant with you is faithful. And you can be faithful this morning and for the rest of your life because the God who calls you is faithful. You can be a faithful man, a faithful woman, a faithful husband, a faithful wife, a faithful leader, a faithful Christian. You can be a faithful, our church, we can be faithful to our community where we don't let down our community. We can be faithful sons and daughters to our parents. Hello! Right? Faithful friends. A faithful friend, right? Because the God who calls you and I, he is faithful. So this morning, I'd like to pray for us about faithfulness. You know, I, I've been thinking, even, even on Wednesday when we were worshiping, this, this thought came to me as we were worshiping, and I felt the presence of God here in this place. And I thought, you know, how a, a, a man or a woman with faith, you know, a man or a woman with faith can move mountains, right? And some of you have great faith. You can move a mountain. Faith. Jesus tells us, man, faith, all you need is a faith of a mustard seed, and you can move mountains. 
But a man or a woman who is faithful can live their lives in spite of the mountains. If you are faithful, mountains don't threaten you. When you are faithful, you are consistent. That mountains may be in your path, obstacles, valleys, but you are faithful. You continue in faithfulness. Some will move the mountains, but for you, man, your faithfulness moves you. You don't have to change the landscape. You are changed, and you continue regardless of the obstacles in your path. Faithfulness means a change happens in you, in me. That's what it means to be faithful. While faith changes the landscape, faithfulness changes the believer. You can be faithful. Let God change you this morning. Amen. Will you stand with me? This is his promise. And you can hold God to it. As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. Father God, you spoke these words boldly. You declared these words openly. You shared with us what was in your heart. For your word says that you voiced these words within your heart. And you publicly made known to us that this is your commitment to us, that the seasons will never cease and we can hold you to it because you are a faithful God. And if the God who calls us is faithful, then the God who calls us can teach us to be faithful. I pray, Father God, that you would transform us to be the kind of people who are reliable. We need to be reliable. The kind of people who are consistent. Lord, we need to be consistent. The kind of people are dependable oh God you know we need to be dependable and loyal and sincere trustworthy dedicated father I pray for a transformation in our lives I pray father God that you would remove any obstacle that keeps us from our obligations to be faithful and I pray that our faithfulness will not be threatened by any obstacle that stands in our way that regardless if the mountains move or not, faithfulness will be the banner upon our lives. So I pray this morning, my God, that you would do a work in us, that we would look more and more like you, that we would behave more and more like you, faithful, faithful to believe, faithful, sincere, faithful and committed, faithful and loyal, faithful, trustworthy, reliable, I pray, Father God, let these qualities be in us, that we're in you and your Son. We ask this in Jesus' name. With us, my God, with every head bowed this morning, every eye closed, maybe there's somebody here this morning that you don't know God as your, as your Lord and Savior, that you don't, you don't know Him, and you haven't made a commitment to, to surrender yourself to God in a way that you just completely, just completely trust him with your life. And this morning, I'm going to ask if that's you, I'd like for you to say a word of prayer with me. And you say, you, I've come to a place where I want God in my life, where you recognize I need God in my life. 
that I've come to the end of myself. And this morning, I want to make a decision to allow God to be the Lord and Savior. Pray this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, I've done wrong in my past, but today I've made a decision to trust you, to believe in you. I don't have all the answers. I don't have the strength, but you are able to strengthen me, to guide me, and to uphold me. I believe that your son died for me, but was raised again, and I receive him as my Lord and Savior. Tra transform me in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on, give the Lord praise this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, my God. Father God, for everyone who said that prayer this morning, Lord God, in sincerity, who has committed themselves to you, I pray right now that you would lift every burden, that you would reveal yourself, that you would change the world on their behalf. Everything they see, everything they do, let them know that you are with them this morning. Oh God, as the angels rejoice right now, Father God, I pray, pour your love and grace and mercy upon their lives like never before. We ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This morning, if, if God has spoken to you and he's called you to be faithful, if he's called you to be reliable, dependable, trustworthy, why don't you come? We're going to open the altars. And we're going to sing a song. And we're going to meet with God this morning. The faithful God who promises us the seasons. We're going to meet with him this morning. He is faithful. And he's able to make us faithful this morning. Oh God, I pray. Let the character of God be in us. Let the character of God. Father, oh let it bind us, my God. Let us keep us, my God. I pray, Father, that you would pour your, your love upon us, my God. You would... My God, allow us to surrender to your goodness, your truth, Father God. I pray, Father God, for, for mothers and for fathers, for believers, leaders, my God. Oh, the anointing of God upon our lives, that we faithful, consistent, my God. In Jesus' name.